Hello. Hey, y'all. Hi, friends. How's it going? Hope it's going well with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I said that as if they were going to respond. But I'm sure you guys did. I hope you responded in your head. I mean, some people might. I think that's fine. I, I, I like that. I like that. But yes, welcome, guys, to I'm Not Ready Pawn. And I'm Ooh. Av. And I'm Drika, but you know, y'all knew that already. You're here, so. And this is the show where we talk about life, our experiences, and our 20-somethings as we move through a world that we may never be fully prepared for or ready for. Hey, bro, why you got on your eat, pray, love voice this morning? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to it in the morning, you don't want to be too stressful, you know. I'm sure I'll get more hectic as the episode goes on. I mean, that's what all always do anyway. So we both do. <laughs> I gotta at least start off somewhat calm. But yes, um, this is the I'm not ready pawn. And of course, if you would like to see more of us or hear more of us, you can definitely follow us on our Twitter at I'm not ready pawn, where we post our nonsense. And if you have any questions or anything that you would want to send us directly, if not through DM, you can send it through our email at I'm not ready pod at gmail.com all links listed in the description oh we love that we love that whoop whoop <laughs> yep all right y'all well as like always we're gonna get into what we weren't ready for so what took you by surprise this week guys every month is something new honestly the <sighs> it's getting a little stressful <laughs> Like, I don't even like when new months occur anymore because now it's just like something new always happens. And it's just like, you just think it's going to stop the last month and then it just keeps on going. Because 2020 is just like, bitch, we ain't waiting for nobody. <laughs> I just got to interject real quick and tell you that this month is about to bless us. Oh, here we go. I already Beyond know where you're going. Measure, I already know where you're going. It's about this. to be a month of new beginnings. And as the seasons change, we're going to see ourselves reflected in the trees. We're going to shed and molt the things that no longer serve us because October is a month of rebirth and new beginnings. And I just want to say that it's going to be great for all of us. I just wish us all healing and peace and protection that are listening to this because it's going to be great. I mean, you know, it's the greatest month ever. Hmm, I wonder why. Back to what you were saying. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are already <laughs> knowing what you're going to soon allude to. But anyway, yes, what I wasn't ready for. Okay, so I want to start with a personal note before we go into like the more public things happening at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, so I got a ticket. <laughs> And that ticket whooped my ass. <laughs> Bitch, I was so upset when I saw that Bro, job. Cause I've been, are I've you been, on the highway? I don't know where I was, but just know I was in DC. So that job whooped my ass. So, oh. bro. <laughs> Everybody guess how much the ticket was as I explain the story. Um, so September, my brother came um, home and I had to pick him up from Union Station. Um, those familiar with DC, that's in like the middle of DC. So, I went super early in the morning. I, I'm not a huge lover of driving. So I'm just like, let me just get over, this drive over with. So I'm like, let me get there and get back. So I be speeding like shit. I ain't gonna lie. So <laughs> back ticket. <laughs> it was a 35 um, lane. Like the speed limit was 35 where I was going. And I was smooth, smooth hitting like a 51. So they really, yeah, yeah, yeah. They really got listen, my ass. <laughs> Y'all. They when it's the area you're speeding in, <laughs> if you're going to speed, don't go anything over 15 over. Yeah. I was a smooth 20 over. Yeah. <laughs> so you already know that ticket was OC. <laughs> Take a guess. How much? Guess. Just guess. 575 $575? Yes. What ticket is that expensive? <laughs> Someone has gotten the $600 ticket before? Girl, yes. When I got, um, when somebody I know got a super speed ticket in Georgia, <laughs> it was $800. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it you was. You blew mine um, out of the water. Yeah, right, you blew mine out it, of the like, water. Was, it was $150, which was still too much. <laughs> that's it how 
button. <laughs> First of all, I've only ever had one ticket unofficially, and that's all I will say about that. Ma'am, I've gotten tickets maybe like twice. And the most I've paid for them were like $40, $50. So that joke coming in talking about $150. I'm lying. Blew the fuck out okay, I've gotten a couple parking tickets. Like one time I didn't have my pass up and my windshield at home. The other time I was like in Atlanta and I ran inside a Panera to get something. And the parking lady was like, I had just missed her. I was so pissed. But yeah, parking tickets are only like $50, $75. Well, I wasn't referring to parking tickets. Those were literal speeding tickets. I got like they were like forty fit, like forty dollars a pop. No, I've only had but, one like, speeding ticket. Yeah, I be speeding. My boyfriend hates it, bro. I be whipping that jump, but that's just because I don't like whipping driving. So I'm just whipping trying to get to from whipping the yeah, <laughs> trying to whip that jump as fast as possible. Like I just like going from point A to point B as soon as possible. I do not want to be in the car. So yeah, but yeah, I was not ready for that because at the moment I'm saving up for my tat. So you me having you? to pay that 150, that don't really came out my savings because I wasn't planning for that, and I was like, the sadness that over that overwhelmed me, that overcame me. It will be okay. <sighs> I promise you. Thanks, but I mean, that's pretty much on a personal level all I wasn't ready for. I mean, if we go into just Twitter in general, that was just a shit show this whole week, <laughs> ma'am. So I don't know if you necessarily want to transition from that, but I like, but, but yeah, that's just pretty much it for me. What? What was that? It's the, don't worry about it. Um. So nah. Um. What I wasn't ready for this week. All right. So I bought a weighted blanket, right? You ended up getting I did. one. So for Target, mm-mm, Amazon probably could have just gone to Target. Mm. But I got one from Amazon. It is a fifteen-pound weighted blanket, mind you. Mm. I bought this blanket for me. Oh boy! <laughs> I just want to say it is no longer my blanket, just my blanket. Um, so I got it right, <laughs> mind you. Unless you get a king-size weighted blanket, weighted blankets are for one percent. Yeah, they look fairly small. Well, I got like a full size, I think. Yeah, I could fit like two, one or two. Yeah, right. So I get it. I'm like, oh, this is comfortable. So my boyfriend gets home and I'm like, yeah, my weighted blanket came. So I give it to him when it's still wrapped up in the uh, thing it came in. He was like, why is this so heavy? I said, it's a weighted blanket. Okay. You know, niggas don't listen. He's a pretty good listener, um, but it was just one of those things in passing, right? So no, I know. he was like on his phone or something. I don't know. He was probably dealing with his fantasy team. I don't know. Um, he probably was, oh, but niggas, no, I totally understand. Yeah. And so I, I go to sleep that night, and I'm just, I'm like, all right, laying here. I end up falling asleep, but guess who is underneath this blanket with me? My boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes so granted i didn't expect anything different but i think it's the the realization of like oh i bought this so like mondays we have that we have a class that starts at 8 15 p.m mondays i am up likely early in the morning like before eight like i mean before eight isn't early to me but in the grand scheme of things it is um as early so like i'm probably gonna be up at like 5 30 especially now that i'm trying to work out get the dog you know all this other stuff so I'm like, there's no way I can make it without a nap. So I bought the weighted blanket because I have trouble napping during the day. Um, Cause I'm like, all right. So it helps you sleep. So they're good for anxiety. And I have a lot of that. Um, I feel like I need to get one. Cause I have, I have very bad insomnia, but continue. Yeah. It might help. Um, it, it might help. So yeah, it's good for like anxiety and things like that. It helps you feel calm. And I really like it. Like, okay. Maybe I'm not the only one. But you know when you have like a blanket on you and it's it's light so you still feel like open like you feel like your back isn't really fully protected. I don't know. Like right. how you're sleeping. I don't know. It's weird. Like if you sleep <laughs> facing the inside you of your back. Yeah, I always sleep on my side. That's why. And I sleep mm, on my side okay. with my back facing the door sometimes. Because I mean, Oof. it's the middle of a the rebel. day. Nobody's like everybody's home. That's why. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. it's the middle of the day. Everybody's home. Um, 
So I'm like, all right, cool. But then there's still like, a, mm, if I'm asleep, I don't hear somebody knocking. Mm, that way the blanket, oh, I feel secure. I feel like Fort Knox, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I'm sleeping. <laughs> Mind you, so we're like sandwiched together. I mean, I... I like body heat. So I'm on my boyfriend every night anyway. But it was funny. Then yesterday, I'm in the bed trying to nap. Because it's Friday. I took it easy. I like did my errands early. Took my boyfriend lunch. Got some bomb Nigerian food. I was not ready for that. It was amazing. But then I'm up there. The dog's in the bed. He's on the bed all the time. So now we've debated getting him a weighted blanket. Because he's a little dog. So he's anxious. So now we flip the blanket dogs over. Mm-hmm. They make them for dogs. That's so cute. Isn't it? And Snoopy's adorable. So me and him up there chilling and it just like calms him. So now I'm like, great. This is no longer just my blanket. Like now it's everybody's blanket. <laughs> but you know what? I think that I will gladly take that sacrifice for Aww. a partner and a dog because they both love me tremendously and I love them so much. Um that's cute. Emphasis on the partner and also emphasis on the dog. But Snoopy be trying me. <laughs> we recall. He really do. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Dogs are smarter than they let on. Because sure. like Snoopy and I, I have that. actual conversations. Y'all are going to call me a nut. But Snoopy and I have <laughs> conversations. Because it's like, y'all have to remember like dogs, like he's very... um animated in his responses i guess because like he'll move his little eyebrow bones he'll look at me then he'll look at my partner he'll like grumble he'll like move his body he'll huff and puff like Mm. just because he doesn't speak english or any human language does not mean he's not communicating with us right i totally get that so like that makes sense yeah it's like snoopy no you can't get up here lay down like what (laughs) what or i'm like no he's like they communicate. He's cussing you out in he dog do. language. I'm sure. He be cussing I'm sure. me out. He be calling me everything but a child of God. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because he's a good boy. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't ready to share my weighted blanket, but I also don't mind because, you know, I feel loved when people you... like to cuddle up next to me. I do love to cuddle. Actually, it makes me feel very loved. Um, it depends for me. <laughs> yeah um i also wasn't ready to find some bomb nigerian food a day after independence day so happy belated independence day to us to all of us out there okay okay period that's what we're doing so i got some jollof rice i got some spicy chicken i got some soya and i got some puff puff y'all know how long it's been since i had puff puff it's been a minute since i've had puff puff bro the way that food blessed my soul Mm blessed mm-hmm. that jollof was hitting okay the chi- i don't think i've i don't think i've had jollof rice in a while like a, in a long while i but that's just because they like usually only cook it during like you know events and since you know everything got canceled because of covid i feel like i haven't had it in forever like all the traditional like you pull up to the party and there's like the silver trays full of everything yeah we used to have uh when i was in college one of my friends ugo her mom would cater like she caters Ooh. bro i'm talking pans of jollof pans of puff puff yeah. best puff puff i've ever had mm. and then the meat pies i will say this though african nigerian meat pies don't hit they're good salon meat pies are if fire. only there you said what i said salon meat pies are fire i gotta i gotta try those then because they are very good because the way that we just missed the mark on it, it's too much bread I beg of mm. you, if I have jollof on my plate, if I have puff puff as well, if I have all these other things, why do I need so much bread encasing my meat? <laughs> I don't think the I've had be about two and a half inches. Thick. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because Salon people, they use um the pastry. It's like a, it's like thin. So like when it fries, yeah. it's like crispy. It's like a beef patty, right? Yeah, it's like a beef patty. Yeah, yeah beef patties but no, are but not like beef patty though. Because like Jamaican beef patties, they're like fluffy and flaky mm-hmm. as opposed to Salon. Like Sierra Leone ones have like, it's like crunchy more. Like mm. it's more like flaky and it breaks and it's like fluffy, but it's thin. Like the layer is so, thin. For anybody who's never had one like myself, would it be like saying it's the African version of a meat samosa? 
Well, I would think, yeah, it's a bit closer to a samosa's texture as opposed to okay. a Jamaican beef pie's texture. Okay. Yeah. So you trying to cook some up for your girl when I drop off this banana yeah, bread? Look, look, bro. I don't hey, get to pounding my dough, okay? Get just Emma, do you want to eat and live? That's the question. <laughs> because uh, stop flexing. I know you can cook. cook. You just be lazy. I know you. Well, can both cook. of those are true. <laughs> those things are not mutually. I'm not lazy when lazy it comes to cooking. Also, a bad cook. <laughs> I literally I just when it comes to cooking. No, but they're not mutually exclusive so yes they're both true i'm bad at cooking and i'm also lazy but it's usually you know the aunties that be cooking that john i just be pulling up to the party okay. bro hey well you be calling yourself snoopy's aunt so auntie get to it Ooh. you know what all right all right all right i'm sorry i'm gonna say this and then we can get into the po- political stuff but <laughs> that's another thing i wasn't ready for so last week y'all know i was talking about that carrot cake i made right well this morning i made banana pecan bread Keep in mind, y'all, I didn't get a slice of the carrot cake. Listen, it was all gone. listen, the carrot cake went fast. I'm sorry. If I bake <laughs> another one, I'm going to have to take you a slice first. <laughs> no, literally. Because it went quickly. Now, my boyfriend is somebody who does not eat carrot cake because he's had it bad experiences. And I'm like, he must have had an awful carrot cake. But because he said, like, in one, the carrots were crunchy. That that means the cake was not cooked. Was that a cooked cake? Like either the cake wasn't cooked or they put like big chunks of too carrot. Big. Yeah, they're way too big. It's supposed to be like I strands. I told him, I was like, first of all, cooking is one of my love languages. Like that's the way that I show affection for other people. If I offer to cook for you, to bake for you, like I really care about oh, you. Oh, it's your love language to others. Yes. Oh and okay, it's okay. also like a therapeutic place of solace for me like this mm-hmm. morning i'm not gonna hold y'all i was like mixing my batter uh, so after i made the banana bread i tweaked um i found tyler florence's food network recipe and i tweaked it you know i had to add some spices in it i also added a little bit of brown sugar and because we only had three overripe bananas and not four i substituted a banana with a couple applesauce half a cup of applesauce um because applesauce adds a moist uh, moist factor and then apples like a good flavor to go with bananas and spices and things like that so i was like all right this should be fine and i didn't want to do the math to tweak all the other ingredients because i can but i really don't like to um so i'm like mixing it and i'm folding in the rest of the mashed bananas and the pecans because you have to mix the batter and then fold those in and i was just like so I was it was like I was experiencing flow like magnified the serotonin Mm. oh my god it was flowing the dopamine was hitting for something huh bro like I was standing there and I just took a deep breath and I was like (sighs) like it just felt so natural and so like calming and Mm. like I really almost cried because of like how happy it made me like I felt so good. (laughs) You were just in bliss at that point. That's just joy. Bliss. Like, no, I'm serious. Like, I really enjoy those things because the thing about it is I like to cook and bake when nobody's around. Like Mm -hmm. when I just have the space and the time. Yeah, like I don't even like to feel rushed. I don't do anything. So like if you know me, I will start preparing for something early just so I can have the time when I do it. Right. Um and oh my god like it just it's the labor of it like the actually physically moving i was telling Alvin before we started recording one thing i like about cooking and baking is that um you know everybody's like oh my god wear gloves wear gloves wear gloves like if you go into like michelin star restaurants and like even like just good restaurants cooks chefs don't wear gloves they're not wearing gloves what it's the hell because, who told like, you that the hand washing policy nobody told me that but people are like oh my god i hope they're wearing gloves it's so gross it's weird That's it's an american weird. thing i've never very seen much an american an actual good chef wear gloves right and the thing is you want to like feel the food and touch exactly. the food like i like to feel what it feels like if it's anything that needs to be mixed like i like to touch it like i like to see what the yeah. actual texture is like and then beyond that like I love to put in actual labor. Um, I do believe in hand mixers, though, because, yes, you, you need one. Well, There's I no mean, you can only it. go so far with your hands. but <laughs> so I mean, I've sense. made things before without an electric mixer. Um, it's that's not a lot fun, of work. But it's doable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. lot of work. Um, 
but no like it's the actual process of like from start to finish like creating something and starting with like all these raw ingredients and then your finished product is something that like makes people happy and I also like all right y'all y'all are probably gonna be like oh my god what is she on I promise I'm sober um, Drugs. I'm just kidding but <laughs> but it's like I don't know like I really put love in everything I bake and cook and like it's it just so like I feel like your emotions play a part in it so sometimes I like not weird think through things like when I'm cooking or baking and it's like it's really just like pure me like I don't know how else to describe it. That's not weird at all. People say that. I all the feel time. like because you said usually the aunties bring the food. That's where this came from. Oh. Y'all know, as I've mentioned before, I'm an aunt. Shit, how many times over? Seven or eight times over at this point. Um. Wait. <laughs> yes, yeah, seven. I was. Are you counting? Seven. I was. Um. So I have seven nieces and nephews. The oldest is sixteen. And the youngest is not even six months. Mm. And I don't know. I really feel like I'm starting to hit that like auntie status where it's like, oh, you'll eat carrot cake. You'll eat my aunt's carrot cake. Oh, you don't eat this. Girl. You'll eat my aunt's this. And I'll just like, am I, is this, is this, is this the status that aunties reach? Like, am I, I there? Think that is. And I'm just like, I don't know like I, I feel like people can have their choices of food but like my boyfriend being like I don't like carrot cake like that and then eating multiple pieces of mine I'm like oh you actually like this you're not just being nice oh, like, so we did saying, eat it yeah it tastes good oh yeah so like we were in class the day I made it and I cut a piece and I was eating it and then he finished my slice carrot cake hit I mean the thing and is then he even cut another slice for himself like a healthy slice carrot cake is very similar to spice cake like it has a lot of the very mm. similar ingredients. That's the next cake I'm gonna try. I told him I'm making a caramel nah, apple you make spice that cake. One, you gonna have to slide. I'm gonna have to slide, girl. I'm gonna have to slide because spice cake. <laughs> I might have yeah, to slide I told that him. one. I asked him. I was like, "Yeah, we can make." So it's gonna be a caramel apple spice cake. Oh, put me down. Um, in the books, please. I'll make my reservation in advance because <laughs> I'm gonna need that. Because I love spice cake. Spice cake is one of my favorite cakes. Bro, spice cake is delicious. Like, um, it's so it's like borderline hummingbird nuts. cake. Hummingbird cake? Never heard of that. Oh yeah, girl, you're not southern, so it's a couple cakes that are really good. Hummingbird cake is delicious. It's like a, it's a cake. It's got some spice in it. It's got um pineapple chunks. Ooh. It's got pecans. Might have lost me. It's moist. I mean, I figured I would lose you. Then there's another <laughs> one. I know you haven't had this one. Socket to me cake. Oh my. Socket to me cake. I feel like I've heard of that though. I've heard of socket to me cake. It's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. Once I like played around, I'm really gonna have to call my aunt and ask for her recipe for her sour cream pound cake. Mm, I know that hits. Dog, when I tell you the first, I stopped talking to my aunt for years um, due to some other things that if we ever get that far into doing this, y'all will find out. But for now, it's none (laughs) of your damn business. Um, So we hadn't talked for a while. And I finally saw her after like at least like 10. Well, no, I had only seen her once in like 10 years. And it was even weird then because I didn't talk to her a lot when I did see her. Uh, She was like at my graduation party or something when I graduated uh, high school, I think. And yeah, it was my high school graduation. And um, she, I always remember her making these sour cream pound cakes. And my aunt's very adamant. When you bake, you use real butter use real vanilla so like those are the things that i do like i don't use cooking spray when i bake like i was telling y'all last week i butter the pan with soft butter and then i coat it in flour so that it doesn't stick like that that's the old school way of doing nonstick, and it just it's the labor of love she made me a pound cake and i wanted to cry i was like bro because then she makes like this lemon um icing to go on top of it that probably hits i know it's so good. That's why I'm mad that we're not going to Atlanta because I know my You don't have to keep rubbing it in, man. No. <laughs> I'm not rubbing it in. I'm telling you why I'm upset. The way we would have been, the way we literally would have been in Atlanta this month breaks my heart. Your heart? How do you think I feel? We would be there, right? Well, not right now, right now, but like this month, we would have been there. Bro. After coming Homecoming back. was finna be too lit. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. I feel like I'm approaching that auntie status. And I love it for me. 
Um, but yeah, like I, I truly love that for me. Like I am very confident in my auntie skills. Like that's something I don't got nothing for the nephews yet. So maybe I have to wait a little. It's longer. literally one of my top favorite identity. Like when people ask you what you are, like oh, like I'm a sister, I'm a partner, I'm a dog mom, I'm but a auntie, student or this. Bro, being an aunt be is different. like. Dog, I could cry. It's just such a great thing because you have this special bond with this little human who grows up to be like a regular human, and it's like somebody who trusts you and like appreciates you. It's like you get the. I think it's completely different from parenting, just for the simple fact that you don't have a relationship with them. Yeah, but you love them, right? Like that. eh, It's top two and it ain't two. That's all I'm gonna say. Per. I love it. God is good. Amen. <laughs> um, the last thing I wasn't ready for wasn't ready for is gonna trickle us into our next topic, and that's this presidential debate. Mm. The chaos so, of it all, <laughs> bro. I was determined not to watch it. Um, yeah. I've made my decision on who I'm gonna vote for. It's not a hard choice at all. Um, so I was like, oh, brother, I'm not gonna watch that. And I walked into our bedroom and my boyfriend had it on. I was like, I guess I will. At this point, I had... Oh, okay, okay. I did watch it. So I had had a glass of wine at that point, thank God. And I was watching it. And honestly, I feel like the rest of the world is just watching America laughing right now. (laughs) Like, we... I tell you, nothing is funny about this. Especially as a Black person and a Black woman specifically. literally. However... I think one thing black people have done well is learn to laugh through the pain. Oh, there's and my boyfriend and I were cracking up watching the debate. <laughs> I, I kid you not. It was some stuff. <laughs> it's not even funny, but it's like when Biden start being like, all right, Trump, not gonna do this. But I was cracking up. <laughs> like overall, I do think that, you know. Biden missed a couple opportunities. However, his performance in the debate was so much better. And I'm I'm glad that I watched it because mm-hmm. I expected it to be worse than it was on his part. Oh, I was going to say, um, I thought it was horrible. <laughs> but that's more because of Trump. Yeah. Okay. Um, And like, it just, bruh, I'll say this. There are certain things that are always off topic and like untouchable and that's supposed to be your children and like i did hear about that yeah trump bringing up biden's son was a low blow even for him but the thing is just like we even this man's right no i was like he's so sick like it's not at this point no like it's not necessarily it's it was more just like really really no literally it's like really that really it's one of those things where it's like i don't think family is some well i know for a fact family is not somewhere trump should be throwing stones for a fact like let's just be honest like if you put down his family dynamics on paper and gave it to any other candidate like it would look terrible no literally because it does like it's just not you know anyway though no. Yeah, so I, that um, it was it was a lot. Um, you know, the refusal to denounce white supremacy. I heard the Proud Boys stand back and stand by, and I was like, my jaw was agape. I, I was, Ooh. I was like, Ooh. like I didn't expect him to denounce white supremacy. I did not. Um, there, but to in that, but to then on the flip side turn around and give a t- command to a white supremacist militia group i was very yeah the proud boys are a group. no i know i know so i was just completely like oh my god um yeah i mean i'm gonna say my perspective only because i didn't watch it because the thing is there was really nothing i knew i was gonna gain from watching that because in my brain, if I end up deciding that I do want to vote, I already knew I was going to have to bite the bullet and do Biden. That's there's no doubt about that, because I would never vote for Trump. But 
I was just like, I know there's certain things that I would want to hear from a certain politician being that I would want my president to be a certain way and I wasn't going to hear it from Biden at least. So I was like, there's no point in me sitting here watching when I know what I'm going to get. But what I was seeing on Twitter, that's what I was alluding to earlier. Twitter was I would urge you to, wa- uh, to watch the next debate though, if it happens. If it even happens, because everything's on hold because Mr. Sir got the, you know, you know, so. I mean, nothing's on hold, I don't think, for his side. They said they was going to continue campaigning. Oh, but he's, he can't have a a debate oh, with yeah, no other person. Can't. He definitely yeah. can't. Um, I'm, I'm assuming, because the next debate was actually supposed to be like two weeks from now. And if he still... It was supposed to be a week from that one, I think. Not even two weeks. Well, you know what I mean. Like, relatively yeah. close. And it's like, that's definitely not going to happen if he's quarantined for 14 days. Like, that's psychotic. I'm just going to tell you right now, I think you should vote. Because um, <laughs> you said, if I even decide to vote, sis. I mean, look. I love you. And I think you should vote. I understand. Like, I- I'm weighing my options. Not, not in the sense that I don't think that it's just hard it's hard for me like i have my ballot i have i did the 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 online thing the thing is it's just that i don't want to participate in a system that i know is not going to benefit me regardless of if i vote or not for me personally so it makes it a bit difficult for me but because the thing is i live in maryland we live in maryland and maryland is a blue state so a lot of the times that whenever i decide to vote it's like even if i did or didn't vote i already know blue is gonna win in that specific state so for me it's not that i don't see the benefit in voting it's just like particularly in maryland since we are a blue state it's just like whether i vote or not i already know we swing blue regardless but it's also just like I just don't fuck with the institution of what it is anymore because it's just like, especially after Hillary for me, that just like, even if I sat here and vote and even if we did get the most votes, we still lost. So it's just like that, like 2016 fucked with me when it comes to voting. So that's why for me, it's like, I'm hesitant to do it, but also I understand the importance of doing it. So that's why I don't denounce people that don't want to, but I'm also like, it's, it's a weird place for me. I'm in a weird place when it comes to the voting thing. So, That's all. all right, I have a couple questions. I'm not going to hold you. I'm very surprised. Um, so, I... <laughs> this is a lot to take I in. mean, you asked, so I just wanted to answer. <laughs> nah, I'm glad you yeah. answered, honestly. I mean, so, a couple things. Even if you think that the state is going to, you know, swing blue... I think what a lot of people miss, and and let me start by saying this, I'm having this conversation with Av because we're friends, <laughs> okay? Because we're friends and we're doing this podcast. Right. I am not somebody that believes in yelling at black people and berating black people to vote, okay? Right. Because when we vote, we vote what's right, especially black exactly. women. Black women do vote in the interest, in the best interest of everybody and exactly. good. And I can understand to a degree some like hesitancies to voting however i just don't i personally don't agree with the thought of well i'm just not going to participate and here's why yes i have seen voter suppression i've lived it i as i've told all many times am from georgia so in the last governor election i saw mass voter suppression and it made me angry i'm lucky in that i live in areas um and i've lived in areas that are mixed or white and so i've never had issues at the voting polls i've never had to wait in a long line to vote the longest line i waited for was when i voted early for stacy abrams and that took a minute um but it was still worth it it was a line um but it was nothing i think compared to well i mean this was like a line out of the building and into the parking lot so i was there for about three hours and i think that's even ridiculous So I can't imagine what it is to stand in line all day. And I know that there are certain things that keep people from voting, like working shifts. And and that's voter suppression. That's literally textbook voter suppression. Um, so I get that. And I also believe in, you know, the things people say, like, people did die for our right to vote. People did march for our rights to participate in civic duty and be full citizens of this country. I a hundred percent understand and agree with that and that is part of the reason i vote 
However, voting is a right and you do have the right to choose which rights you exercise. I understand that. However, I think that this is a time when we really need to do what's best. So this isn't me telling black people to vote. Like these are just my opinions because I'm not gonna like yell at you and berate you per se, be, like on a mascot. I'm not gonna get on Twitter and be like, oh, y'all ain't vote yet. Black no, people, that's vote. the black thing that vote. I hate black the people, most. We vote. That blows yeah. me. And I don't like how celebrities are doing that because we're not the ones that, that need to be to told about. to vote. Yeah, exactly. Like the onus of voting should not be on us. And, and I want y'all to understand that before Av and I go into this conversation, because we're having it again because she's my what's what's the keyword here? Friend. <laughs> and I actually know her on a personal level. This isn't some random person right. on the street. Um but I think that it's asinine that the onus is on black people to save the country. So you mean to tell me we built this country, Literally. we served this country, we fed this country our own milk and cooked for this country and did all these things in servitude to be treated as second class citizens and now to fix the problems that they have as second class citizens with more issues the onus is on us to fix these issues absolutely yeah i think the reason why for me it's just ugly is because of that reason particularly but it also is just like i don't know after seeing everything that's happened this year it's just it's hard to explain it's like i just I'm just so over participating in the system in the same way that I've been participating because to me, it feels like I'm not doing anything. And it's like, I get it in the sense where it's like, yes, we vote and yes, we participate in a certain way. But like, I feel like for me, I want to start finding in like start participating in other community based ideas in terms of giving back in terms of helping my community in terms of, you know, like, changing the way that I participate in wanting better for Black people. And I feel like the reason why I get so annoyed with the whole voting thing is because y'all niggas get up here and four years, like once every four years, that's when everybody's like, you're not doing enough. You're doing shitty. You're not helping in any way, shape or form because you're not voting as opposed to not supporting those communities, not voting for other national i mean not national other elections that help your local officials your governors your senators like y'all not voting for those ones and you're not helping the or participating in donating to communities or supporting your electors like all of those things you guys just say that everything is going to be fixed with this one election and it's like that is not going to happen well no that's That's what i was going to ask you though and that's what i was about to say is like are you like because there's you know sometimes presidential elections fall with local elections so my question then is by you saying you're not sure if you're going to vote if you don't vote yeah the state swings blue but what about the local things that you don't participate in because this is a community because right and then it's like i'm also like i'm i don't know i mean to be quite honest i feel like part of your perspective is like somewhat clouded because of your privilege like i think that that's why you can feel more apathetic in a different way because like you're comfortable in your life. Like you don't necessarily have a whole lot of struggles like when it comes to certain things that other people do. Right. Like and that's like your personal struggles are nobody's right. business. But it's just like I I don't really get the thought like if you feel like you have nothing to lose from not voting then why not just My thing vote? is not that I have nothing like, to lose. It's not that I understand that there's privilege in whether I decide to vote or not because a lot of people don't have the privilege to vote and a lot of people, you know, vote suppression and everything like that. And that's what I'm saying. It's like a back and forth. It's, I did get my ballot. I do have my mail-in ballot coming. So it's not that I didn't decide I wasn't going to vote for any like local officials and like looking into local officials and things like that. Those I already knew I was going to participate in because I knew that those are things that I particularly know affect me directly as opposed to the national level. However, the thing is, is that it's hard for me on the national level only because there's like two sides to what's going on. It's like, there's the side where it's like, Trump is so bad that he's like possibly dismantling certain things that is just like, that could impact different groups of people, including myself as a black woman, regardless of whether I have certain privileges or not, if they can still directly affect me. And that could be a serious problem. So for me, that makes me swing. Yeah, definitely should vote. Just get him out of there, whatever. Like, at least we have Biden and blah, 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 blah. But then my other thought is that when we swing that way and we're just like, okay, now we have Biden in office, everything's going to go back to like as if 
when Obama was here. Like everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be the same. Like everything is gonna get overshadowed when pr police brutality is still happening. Biden never said that he wants to, in fact, he wants to increase the police. In fact, he wants to, like he's not dismantling things that are still going to be affecting us regardless of if we have Trump or Biden. So that's why things like, like ideas like that make me swing like, well, does it even really matter? Because we're still gonna be putting in the same, we're gonna be participating in the same thing, whether he, whether it's Biden or whether it's Trump. So that's why for me, it's like, I swing back and forth because it's like, I get it. I definitely wanna vote because I don't want Trump to be in office to dismantle more things. But then it's also like, if I vote these people in, are they, are they even promising that they're not gonna dismantle those things? So here's the so, issue. Like, I think with that logic is that it's an all or nothing logic. And like, again, the logic, not you, but the logic, I think it's all or nothing. And a lot of people think that way. So the thing for me is like, well, if I don't vote, I can just keep doing this and we can put pressure on it this way. And to me, my personal philosophy and the reason that I am voting is, yes, you vote because you want to, to me, me voting is doing my due diligence as a citizen and exercising my right. And also that's one way that I'm doing what I can do to ensure that my voice is heard. And yeah, it does matter more on like a local level. So I do believe in voting for local politicians and stuff like that. And I do. Um, but the other thing with even just the presidential election is like, yeah, I'm going to go cast my ballot and I know who I'm going to vote for. And yeah, I, I, I mean, let's let's talk about a couple things like we were still at war with obama police brutality was still happening with obama the only difference is that trump showed how rate how how there's so much of an how there was so much of an untapped like racist underbelly of this country and i think not even necessarily an underbelly but the back too shit you saw it but i think that now people are unhinged however i think that for me my plan is this yeah guess what I'm going to go to the ballot box and that's where I think that's a battle to fight. At the same time, I think that people have this all or nothing approach. Like, yes, you cast your ballot, but then guess what? You don't stop marching. You don't stop giving right. to grassroots organizations. Right. If you can't march. You don't stop demanding people do this. You don't stop but, signing petitions online. Right. But as both. I said before, it's or, both. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, uh, Cam Newton got COVID. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but phone. in our perspective that like, makes hey. sense because we're just like we know that this fight doesn't stop where it stops but we need to understand who like the masses of america are they are the type that will literally the only reason why they're participating and listening and even saying black lives matter is not even a radical statement than it was literally two years ago is because trump is so bad because it has gotten so visceral to the point where it's like well we have to say something or you're you're not doing anything. But that's why it freaks me out with everything being reliant on voting because it should not take one person getting elected to office for all of your rights to be taken away. Like that freaks me the fuck out. And people, they just go, they just go back to as if nothing has happened. Like if Biden gets elected, that's so what I'm saying. Like I don't want me not participating whether i decide to participate to vote or not should not be the only thing that is stopping me from doing all the other things that need to occur like voting in local elections participating in my community things of that nature but that's what other people do and that shit pisses me off because i'm just like yeah no but that's are what you i'm saying there saying oh i casted my vote for four years i'm good and it's just like bro but that if you doesn't do those sense. things then it's part of a plan like people get it right. wrong it's part of a bigger plan you can't just vote in the presidential elections and i think that's where people get it twisted you still have to be an advocate but people don't want to do that you still have to see but what's going on that. but that's what i'm saying I, that's what i'm saying is people are very much all or nothing like oh i can vote and that's it but i think now is a time where where people need to vote right and continue they what they're to. doing however like but i said I just had to ask you because I'm like, wait, why are you not voting with friends? But at the same time, I'm not yeah. saying. And, then, like, and I mean, it's not like I fully decided and I'm just like, I'm not going to vote. And no one's going to pressure me to do whatever I don't want to do if I don't vote. And I never find out. And y'all never find out. That's your problem. But or if I do, then you never find out. That's also your problem, you know. But for me, that's why. 
How is that well, not, my problem, sis? Like, I'm just saying, not you, but like, if you never find out and you just like, damn, Ab don't vote, she's she's bloody blah, or Ab does vote, she's bloody blah, and like, I don't care. <laughs> so, but the thing is for me, it's just like, I don't know, election time is just so, after 2016, I can just never look at elections the same. That's why. Because again, like, I was the same person that was like, this is my right, I should be exercising it to vote. And all the yada, yada, yada. And then the whole Trump thing happened. And I was just like, you know, I shouldn't be reliant so much on this one system to have my rights secured. (laughs) And that's why for me, it's just like, whether I decide to vote or not, that's one thing. But I feel like the main, the bigger question should be, what are you doing besides just voting? Like you need to be participating in other ways besides just, oh, I've checked a name and I have put this in a ballot and then whatever. So I think that's why for me, I'm just starting to make that transition into wanting to do other things besides necessarily just voting. That's what I mean when I say that I'm conflicted. Because again, it does come from a place of privilege and I totally understand that because certain people like trans rights or LGBT rights or, but even women's rights right now with abortion laws that are up for fucking problems because Trump is electing that lady into the Supreme Court. like. I mean, but those are all reasons we have to like continually exactly. vote, like, though. Because those are the things, and I and I up. get that. But at the same time, it's just like I don't know. I I just feel so tired of participating in a system like this. Like that's that's the problem. I'm a say I'm this, just, but like I, I've just gotten to the point. I don't know. I get it, but girl, that was no. One election. But it's not just like, one election though, because no. But what I'm saying is, you're saying that like that was, and trust me, I get it. I remember being in college, casting my vote and crying because I knew what was coming when this man got elected. Like, I know what voter suppression feels like. I know what that feels like because I've experienced it on multiple levels. But like, I just don't. That means it's working. There's a reason people don't want us to vote. I get it. Granted, no, voting is not a magic wand. And that's that's my main point. I just want to encourage you and anybody else who feels like you, like you, I think that we really have to do everything we can because it's harder to ignore when people do, you know, what they have to do. But I just, and I I don't know. I I just, the ways that Americans are in particular, they're not the niggas that are going to start no revolution anytime soon. Like, like Americans are not the ones like if we're being real. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, we're like, I don't I disagree think with that. so. Well, I'm talking about like Americans like as of right now, like civil rights era when niggas was really turning up. That's a whole nother thing. But I feel like. Right. But how could we be like that if we don't even want to vote now? And I'm not voting. just saying you. I'm saying people in general. Like, no, but those are the kinds of things that like go into consideration like that. Because if we're not willing, like if we and by we again i don't mean you because there are people who don't i think have as much depth to even say like i get this i'm considering voting but like the people who are like okay i went to vote and it was voter suppression and never again how as a people do we advance if we can't fight in every way that we can and i mean like white people who are subject to voter suppression black people who are subject to voter suppression like it's literally about class and also disenfranchised community like this is across race and gender lines if we as people are not willing to vote and do things then how are we gonna like progress and i say that because we can't give up that easy as people like i think that we have to understand that battles take a long time and yeah. That's part of the thing. Like, I think that you have a better grasp on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally but still, get that. It's just but like, I think for me, it's just like, just understanding how the system works and the way it works and it's working exactly how it's intended to work. I just, I don't know. I don't imagine, but like, I just want something different. <laughs> and it's not in the sense that, oh, I'm going to imagine something different in the next 30 days that I wouldn't have to vote or, you know, anything like that. I'm talking about, this is definitely like future tense, but it's more of just like, I just wish we were in a system where it's just better. (laughs) Like, like this can't be the only system set up that would, you know, give us the right to say what we need to say, have people that are actually for us, have people that would not be perpetuating such racist ideals and things of that nature. And I think, you know, 
places like Twitter and places like having conversations like this with you, like those things all like change people's perspective, you know, because you can sit on Twitter and like Twitter is like full anarchist at this point. So they're just like, fuck it, throw everything away if it doesn't work. And then there's other sides of Twitter where it's like, if you're not voting, you're going to be the scum of the earth and you deserve to be in jail, not even accounting for voter suppression, not even accounting for criminals can't vote, not even accounting for the disenfranchised people that don't have IDs or how literal governments will just flip laws to be like oh if you don't have an id that works from this time to this time you literally can't vote you can't co-op to vote like they're taking ballots out of texas so there's only one place that someone can cast their mail-in votes like shit like that is what i'd be talking about <laughs> like we're just like i wish there was just another way that we can our system better and I mean, that's, that's the aim of voter suppression exactly like that's literally but that's the what aim i'm saying it's just like how how much more can we sit and try to fight for that doesn't want us in it? I think that's kind of my thought process. Not that I don't think that voting is good. Not that I don't think that we shouldn't have had the right to vote because I definitely believe that they did fight for the right for us to have the option to vote. But how much more can we fight for like a seat at the table that they don't want us in? Like that, that shit just, it fucks with me. Like it, it stresses me out knowing that we as black people or just disenfranchised people have to fight so hard for shit that they don't want us to have instead of just like finding a way to like uproot something that we can just make something that is better, make something that's more equitable, make something that's more better for everybody as opposed to just having to work within the system, having to figure out shit in the same way that it's always been. It's like just because we've been doing this shit for years doesn't mean that's the only way we have to do it. I think that's more of my grasp and that's more of my ideas about voting now. It's not that I don't appreciate voting. It's not that I don't understand the effects of the whole Trump and Biden thing, but I think I'm trying to think a bit farther ahead in terms of, I don't want this system to be the only system that I work with anymore. You know? Well, I mean, I, I can understand the points that you're making by saying like, you want the system to change and how are we going to operate in this? But I'll say this, where are you more likely to get your voice heard? Somebody who's telling white supremacists to be on standby or somebody who at least has enough sense to not but watch that, a global That's war. what I'm saying. Like, I like, think I mean, the perspective of voting that we're talking about are just different. Like when I'm thinking about voting, I'm not necessarily thinking about just this one election. I'm thinking about like what I would want voting to look like in the future. Um, in regards to this election right here, right now, obviously I'm skewing towards more voting because Trump is a fucking dick. I mean, so, I don't think we're no, on different know. sides though. I mean, just because I'm talking about this election doesn't mean that I'm not thinking right. about the future. I mean, it to, to be honest, it, I think it more so means that I am thinking about the future because if this man gets reelected, he's already said he doesn't want to give up power. Like, how are we going to do anything in a dictatorship? It's easier to do that in the shred of democracy that we have. The shred. If yeah, like literally. Biden. But that's why, that's why, I mean, I don't know. That's why there's so many conspiracy theories happening right now with this man getting COVID too, because the way they're literally like he, yeah, if he, well, look, I don't believe any of them. I think he really just has it and he's doing whatever he's doing in his bunker. But people are literally like, or the hospital. No, yeah, the his, hospital but he has like now. a specific room for president stuff. But they were saying something about like if he like actually ends up getting better and like how he's gonna like try and flip it to be like see it's fine everybody can go and do what they need to do try to get people to go out and vote stand in those lines like shit like that freaks me out so like and those people that like really support him like his real like base they support him ride or die type shit <laughs> like full on like they will go and stand in line and risk their own lives just to have him reelected and shit like that is just like for me that just makes it seem like the system is so flawed <laughs> it's because it's just like how can people participating in something like that possibly jeopardize other people's full-on livelihoods like that just, like that just freaks me the fuck out it freaks me out no nah, i mean it definitely is something that should freak us yeah, out it's just, you're not wrong oof. but to go back to something like i do think we're close to to like no a revolution though because that was that was how we got back right. into the conversation the reason i say that i don't think as every single person no but the reason that i think that we could be close to a revolution is that there are people who have not stopped That's protesting true. who have not stopped going out who have not stopped showing up and 
this is why I think it matters. Because those people, even if they're not protesting as much or as it gets cold, the virus has another wave, all of these things. These are now people who are saying, what else can I do? Right. So these are the people who are now being right. more active in their communities. Oh, this seat is open. I'm going to run for this. I'm going right. to vote in my local elections. I'm going to show up to my school board meetings. I'm going to show up right. to town hall meetings. I'm going to press right. the mayor about this. I'm going to work with this organization. And I think that we are on the cusp of something great because we're seeing how things are changing. There are cities where the police have been trying defended. to. Yeah. I, I um, when. Yeah, right. no. When, so that's what I'm saying is like, we right. are close to a revolution. I just think yeah. that it may look different. We may not be pulling billionaires out of their mansion. No, literally. And sending them to the guillotine. That's a horrible death that I don't wish on anybody. But, excuse me. What I'm saying is, I think that we're close to a revolution and right. what, it it, what it may look like. Because, yeah, some things will never change. Like, war will always right. be violent and bloody. Cool. But I think that as we advance as people and as we change, revolutions think, will change in how they look. I think that social media has helped us Very revolutionize sure. differently. So while we see people like just being able to go on your phone and open it and right. say, wow, this is the thing and see it on Twitter and then go go research about it and say that. So I think that it's right. looking different and maybe some people do feel like we're not close to revolution is just for the fact that it looks different than it ever has before no i totally agree with that i think has. what i meant by when i was saying that i don't think americans are the type to be in a revolution i don't think it's necessarily because i'm like thinking directly like it has to look exactly how it was in like the civil civil rights era and things of that nature because that's what everybody based revolutions on and like you know in the american context besides like the american revolution like, like the civil war and whatever but I think there are people that are um, starting to make that shift and starting to like do that thought process that I have, like the community-based organizing, like really holding your people accountable, starting to shift how things are looking in their offices, in their communities, defunding the police efforts, abolishing police efforts. Like those are powerful. And I definitely do not want to discredit those people at all. And I think they are doing an amazing work. And that's, that's the future that I would want for myself and what I would want for other black people and what I would want for Americans in general. But I think what I meant by that was that I I feel like because the the wealth gap is getting so stringent, it's like separating more. I feel like people are trying to hold on to wealth so hard that they're just like, I will throw everybody else under the bus off the strength of me having to keep my wealth. And that's why I feel like there is something bubbling for sure, but I feel like once people start to realize that your money is not going to save you and whether you just being black, you being a certain class, you being a certain economic group, like that's going to fuck you over regardless. <laughs> like, and that's what's, that's why I get on Twitter and I just be looking at these people. I'm just like, you, you niggas are the same ones that be like, I'm not like my ancestors yet. You sit here and you participate. You can't even protest the fucking chick-fil-a sandwich but you be the main one talking about you're not my ancestors like come on like like don't sit there and make it seem like you're doing things for the best of black people when it's like you're really just trying to line your pockets and stuff like that is what really pisses me off when people are trying to say we're trying to make it better or like and again their solutions are biden or trump and it's just like what you don't understand is the system whether you switching out the pieces in the system is not going to make it better for you and I think that's the, where my mentality is starting to go in the sense that it's like switching out the same pieces in a system that's going to be violent towards Black people, violent towards women, violent towards LGBT people, violent towards trans people is not going to make the system better just because you're switching out pieces in it. And I think that's why for a revolution to happen, like people would have to realize it's like it's not just voting anymore. Like you have to do more. And I think that's where I'm more coming from in regards to saying that it's hard for me to think of voting because I think I just have a disdain for those that say that voting is the only way to fix your problems. Voting is the only way to stop all the shitty things that are happening right now. And it's like, those are not going to go away if Trump stays or if Trump goes. And I think that's what people really need to start realizing. I think that, that, that kind of sums up my point a bit better. <laughs> that was kind of where I was going with that. But yeah. I understand some of it. I mean, I still don't necessarily agree with everything you said, but I mean, that's why we have I mean, we conversations. Don't agree. <laughs> no, we definitely don't. Because if we had to, we would never no, literally, we'd still be on the first conversation we had. Facts. And I love how we literally said, "Well, 
is not going to be a political episode. We're going to talk about X, Y, and Z. And look where we are. An hour and two minutes. <laughs> Honestly, we're probably barely at the hour mark because it took us a couple minutes to get set up after we started, like, after we, like, counted yes, down. <laughs> what topic can we get in in about five minutes? That's my question. I mean, that's the question now. Are we going to just leave it here? Are we going to drop a bonus episode this week and cut this into two? Who has time to bonus episode and cut it into two on a Saturday? (laughs) That's the question. At least it's not Sunday. Yeah, but I have to end this. So they might just have to get a political episode today. (laughs) I mean, that's fine. I mean, to vote or not to vote, that is the question. That might be the title. might actually actually. be the title, too. (laughs) There we go. No, but I think that's—I think I it's mean, an important conversation know. to have now that um, everything's coming yeah. up. And again, for those that might be wondering, my ballot is coming. Please, I don't want to hear it in my mentions. I don't want to hear it in my thing. If I decide to do what I do, that's my business. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't say you don't want to hear it in your mentions when you know you've told people you might okay. not vote. <laughs> and who's gonna check me? Nah, I'm... you gonna come to my house and fill it out for no. me? That's illegal. Don't do that. No, nah, you're missing the point. <laughs> What I'm saying is, you said don't be in my mentions because I got my ballot. Even yeah, though I'm not, not. like, girl, they gonna get in your. Oh mentions well, I mean, well, I mean, we don't have that many listeners, so maybe they won't. Maybe <laughs> and like, watch this be the one episode that blows up. God for five hundred. Oh, because they will find any reason to get on a black woman these days, bro. I mean, again, I just want to say like. I understand certain people not wanting to vote, but I think that the reason that it was more surprising for you to say that is because we're closer and I know you a little bit better. Like I'm not gonna berate some random person on Twitter right. for not voting. You're my friend, well, you so I feel me. like I can ask you. <laughs> no, you ain't. Yeah. I said you ain't finna berate me, but the questions, yeah. <laughs> no, that's why I didn't. I refused no. to. No, like, I, I get it. To. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Voting is just difficult. I didn't say I wasn't gonna vote. I didn't say that I'm not participating and finding ways to participate in different ways. But again, voting is just, it's a touchy topic for a lot of people. And I feel like a lot of people probably feel very similar to me in the sense where it's like, I was definitely into like the political stuff and like paying attention and always telling people I was those, those niggas that were like, you need to vote. You need to get out. You're wasting your time. Like, why aren't you voting? Like, blah, 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 blah. I was definitely that girl. So I totally understand that perspective. And I don't completely denounce that perspective because I understand the premise of doing that. But I think with, again, with the, how this year has gone and how um, we view politics these days with social media and everything and how we're starting to understand how these systems are working. I think it's more of just like me wanting to be like, okay, this voting shit ain't finna be the shit that saves us at the end of the day. Like I, I really don't see that being the case. So for me, it's like, whether I decide to do it or not, what else am I doing besides this one act? I think that's more of my thing. That's more of my perspective. There's some people that are literally just like, I don't ever want to participate in the system because the system is toxic and I'd rather do some other community-based thing or I'd rather just do my local elections or I'd rather just do. And that's totally fine. I'm not shaming anybody for not voting. I'm not shaming people for voting. Because at the end of the day, the how you perceive what's gonna go, what's going on is how you perceive it. I was just saying that for me, I think it's just it's like a crossroad, if anything. Because it's just like I'm thinking about 2016, I'm thinking about what's happening now, I'm thinking about what specifically these politicians are saying, and I'm just like, okay, I'm listening, I'm taking everything into account, and what as as an individual, what am I going to do? <laughs> That's all. But yeah. You know, I, do, I do really do feel like there's a lot of people that are thinking about it the same way as me. There's some people that are blatantly just like, I'm not voting because that's stupid. So, and I can't be mad at that. So, it's not my perspective, but I can't be mad at it. But yes, if you have, if you want to yell at me, <laughs> if you want to be, it feels good that I'm not the one saying that this week. <laughs> If you thought my perspective was dumb as fuck, you can definitely yell at me at um I'm not ready pod, but don't forget to follow. Okay. <laughs> On the Twitter. Right. If you're gonna at yell, least at least follow, follow the system. Um all right. So the real question is, are we gonna wrap it here? Do you wanna get into something else? Even though we said we should have an hour episode. That was literally we- your <laughs> thing. I'm like, since we pushing an hour for sure now, because we push an hour ten right now. Hour and ten minutes. Yeah, so I know we're we're definitely at like the hour and one minute mark. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I think we should end it because we got homework to do. <laughs> or did you want to? Did you really want to do another part, like a bonus track? I mean, nah. I just thought the topics we have were they really were good. really good. To talk about but you haven't even watched it, so this is your week to do homework and watch it. Bro, no, nah, it's not even about watching. I saw who was there. No, but I you get have the to concept. watch it. I you have to watch it, bro. I think the people. It's not the same. You got to see the performances. We have to talk shit about the whole thing. So I don't want to talk shit. I just want to celebrate it. <laughs> oh no! Did it freeze? Okay, it didn't freeze. I'll cut that out. But <laughs> but um, I didn't hear a word you said. It cut out. What was the last thing you heard? Because I didn't hear you, so I got silent because I was like, maybe she didn't hear something I said. Oh, because I, I thought I was hearing you. Oh, no, I heard you. What's funny is because the recording thing is over there. So I can hear you talking over there, but you stopped moving here. So I was oh. like, uh, I don't hear what you saying. But um, we were talking about um, Miss Fenty and how you need to watch the show. And then we'll comment on it. Because it's a whole episode, bro. We cannot do that. Shit. This is going to be two I hours know. long. That's why I asked you what you wanted to do. Anyway, y'all, we appreciate you listening. This has been another chaotic ass episode of I'm Not Ready. Bet you weren't ready for this one. Again, you know what this makes me think of? The outline episode. How we never follow the outline. Bro, we, we didn't even have an outline, outline today and still didn't follow the imaginary outline we put still together. didn't follow it. Oh my god. <laughs> this only happened you said, um, yeah, I might vote. I might not. <laughs> it's the only reason this happened. But, but what did I say? What did I say in the beginning before we started recording? Something happens in the middle of the episode. The next thing you know, it's a 45-minute tangent on each side. And I was right. We didn't take 45 <laughs> minutes on each side. Well, not literally, but no, you know but what I mean. I kid you not. Had you not said that, we would have gotten everything else. But that just had to be talked about. I had to. I had to ask. My soul wouldn't let me rest if I didn't. It's fine, bro. It's fine. Because now you know. <laughs> and now well, everybody knows. <laughs> y'all, this has been another, like I said, chaotic episode. Thanks for listening. Y'all might have turned this one off. <laughs> Made it through. Um, like Av said in the beginning, if you would like to yell at either one of us, do you agree with Av? Do you think that I'm not right? Do you think that I shouldn't have said anything or should have kept my mouth shut? Let me know on Twitter. Do you think that Av wasn't right? Let us know on Twitter. Do you think that there's room for both of our arguments or that we're both right and just two sides to some weird shape with a bunch of sides? Let us know that too. I don't know. A, a rhombus, a sphere, a, a trapezoid. I, I don't know. You said a sphere. Sphere has no well, We could be different points on a sphere. <laughs> There's no, no points. That's point. the problem. Yeah, we can be oh, you're talking about literal points. points. I thought you were talking about like there's no angles at a sphere. Wouldn't a sphere just you. be the 300 and <laughs> like? Wouldn't a sphere just be a 360 degree version of like a? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> a 3D like, version. It wouldn't be anything, yeah, man, except the circle. Um, all right. Well, anyway, y'all. Um, we appreciate you for listening and being here. <laughs> Uh, get us, uh, get at us at I'm Not Ready Pod on Twitter. Our personal pages are linked in the bio as well as on Instagram if you want to see what we look like. Um, because we're both cute. Ew. Um, if you would like to talk to us, send us DMs on Twitter about topics or other things. If you have an opinion or you really strongly want to let us know how you feel and you want us to read it and let other people tell us about it, send us an email. I'm not ready pod at gmail.com and we will include you and then tag you so people know where to find you and either argue with you or agree with you. Let's talk about it. 